you shall not give false testimony against your neighbour. And the second reading is from... Page 1082, John 14. Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me, in my Father's house and many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to, I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that we can come to you today. We thank you that you speak to us. Please, as your family here, who want to live in the light of what you have given us, would you help us to become people who love the truth more and more? And would you make us people who hate lies? Um, more than we do now. Amen. Amen. If we've not met, my name is James. Um, I'm the trainee minister here. I started just a couple of months ago. Uh, It's really lovely to be with you this morning. Um, In our commandment today, uh, this continuous series thinking about the Ten Commandments, and if this is your first time, we are sort of almost at the end, so I'm sorry, but you can go and catch up on YouTube if you really enjoy it. But this one's also good enough, just for today. Um, in our commandment today, God wants us to know that the truth is good for us, even when we think it might not be. It's good for us, even when we think it might not be. You see, sometimes things that look good for us can be bad, um, and things that look bad for us are actually Good. We're going we're we're to explain that by playing a quick game. So I need two volunteers, uh, two people who are going to represent. Um, yeah, come up, come on up. Anybody else? One more, one more person. Yeah, do you want to come up? Awesome. Nice. It's Harry, isn't it? Nice to meet you. Uh, if you come and stand over here, Harry. Awesome. Well done. Okay. So what we're going to do is you're going to look at this screen. Okay. I'm going to put a picture up. Okay. And then you're going to tell me whether you think the thing on the screen is good or bad, and you can ask your side of the church for help if you need it, okay? Um, and they'll, they'll shout out and try and give you some help as well. So hopefully, if I do this, ooh, oh yes, if you want to use the translator code <laughs> to understand me, um, even if your native language is English, <laughs> um, P-T-X-E-I, um, but hopefully, okay, is this... Up there, Harry, is that good or is it bad? You think it's good? It's a cute little cat, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Um, do you want to consult with your side? Do, they, do you guys have any, any thoughts? You're all happy? It's, it's good. Okay, Harry, what do you think? Do you think this, this picture is good or is it bad? You think it's bad. Okay. Um, guys, do you, have you got any thoughts? Do you want to do you, do you give Harry any help? 
No, they, 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 seem, they seem convinced in your leadership, Harry. Okay, are you ready to find out the answer? It's actually bad, because that's a lion. <laughs> You've been eaten. Oh, no. See, it looked really cute, but it was actually bad. Because it grows up it, and it eats you. You knew, didn't you? You knew it was a lion. Okay, the next one. Are you ready for the next one? Is this. Okay, an early bedtime. A nice early bedtime. Not like this 1am nonsense, okay? Um, well, we're glad the Lord used it, but it, it's still evil. Um, a nice early bedtime. Is an early bedtime a good thing or a bad thing, do you think? It's a good thing. Okay, what do you think? You think an early bedtime is a bad thing? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's actually really good. There's a funny thing. The older you get, the more sleep you want, but you can never get enough. Um, so, okay, oh, we're getting into the rhythm of it now. The next one, okay, that's a, that's a, that's a knife of some sort. Uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a bad thing? What do you think? You think it's a good thing? Okay, well, Harry's right, because it's a scalpel. You use it for surgery. Now, if you were just using it for fun, that would be a bit, that would be bad. But a, a scalpel is used for surgery to, to make bad things better. So it's actually good for us, even though it looks scary. And the last one. Ooh, a glass of liquid. What do you think? You think it's good? Okay, what do you think about this one? You think it's bad? Yeah? What makes you think it's bad, Harry? You're not sure? Yeah, even the odds, yeah. Okay, well, it's actually a glass of bleach. So that's very bad! I'm sorry, you died a lot, didn't you, this morning? Ooh. Um, so sometimes things that look, look good for us are bad... The things that look bad are good. These look good and they are good. Um, there you go. Take one or two of those. Go on, take two. Um, and then just ask your dad if they'll kill you. Um, um, wonderful. Yeah. Come on, a bit quicker, a bit quicker. <laughs> Would you like to take the chocolates away? Maybe. Let me take two. Ooh. And just, yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Ooh. And, that, and that one as well. There you are. And just ask mum and dad if, if they're okay for you, if they're, they're safe. Um, yeah. <laughs> so these things, yeah. So the things that look good for us can be bad for us. But the truth is good for us, even though sometimes it looks bad for us. We'll think a little bit about the ways that the truth can feel or seem bad for us um, in a bit. But first, we're going to go back to our verse. We're going to have a look at the ninth commandment: Don't bear false witness. <laughs> against your neighbour. Uh, that's Exodus 20, verse 16. I'm not quite sure why there's a, a green circle. That, don't worry about that. We'll get there later. Okay? But that seems a bit confusing. I don't know about you. I read that. I go, don't bear false witness against your neighbour. Oh, gosh. Am I in court? What's going on? What does this mean? So uh, it's, it's a bit simpler than we think it is. Don't give false evidence against anyone. That's fairly simple, isn't it? Don't give false evidence against anyone. Or, even easier, don't lie about anybody. Don't lie 
about anybody. Well, so we've got to work out what this lying stuff is. I'm sure we all have a, a bit of a sense, but we've got to look behind the scenes. What is lying all about? Um, and so I'm going to get some, some people to come and help me. Um, Nixon boys, I, I enlisted a couple of Nixon boys, um, Rupert and George. I think I, I, I enlisted George against his will. Um, but I'm not as nice as John. You have to come up. Um, and, and I need somebody who's really good at throwing. Is anybody else really good? Yeah, come on up, come on up. Okay, so Nixon boys, I've got a job for you, okay? Your job is, if one of you stands there and one of you stands sort of here, um, sort of opposite sides. Um, yep, so George, if you take that, and Rupert, if you unfurl this, all the way to the end, all the way to the end, it might be too big. Oh, it's upside down, swap sides. (laughs) There you go. And you keep going, Rupert. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Okay, we are going to play a game. Um, remind me your name. Oliver. Oliver. Wonderful. Big round of applause for Oliver. Hey. Okay, so Oliver and I are going to play a game. Okay, um, the game is we're going to throw these world-class balls into the bag. Okay, like that. Oh, yeah, thank you. There was a good chance that wasn't going to happen. Um, the first person that gets three balls in the bag wins. Does that one count? No, 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 no. I'll take that one out. I'll take that one out. You know. Are we okay? Oh yes, that's interesting. Isn't it? Oh. Anyway, okay. So after you, we'll get. We'll take it a turn at a time. Okay. So three, two, one, go. Ooh, okay. That's all right. That's a good... Oh, okay. You'll go, you'll go. you got two there. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. You'll go. Oh, we're going to bring the bag a little bit closer. Okay, you'll go, you'll go. Oh, okay. Okay, come on, go. Oh, you'll go. Oh, come on. Okay, okay. Oh. Okay, so for anybody who, didn't, who couldn't see that, because I know that's a, a very visual game, um, we each threw some balls into a bag, and we each threw, and a few of us missed, and then, and then I won. Um, I got three first. <laughs> Um, Oliver, he was having a really hard time. I'm so sorry, Oliver. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just better luck next time. Um, why are you laughing? I'm not. I don't know. I think... <laughs> no, okay, okay. So I lied. I lied. I didn't win. Oliver got three points, didn't you? Yeah. But you didn't fight back, which, which is, I'm a bit worried. Um, so Oliver beat me to three points, and I lied. But what happened when I lied... Did, did Oliver really lose because, just because I said so? Well, no. There are four balls in there, and I only put one of them in. So three of them were definitely from Oliver. I'm sure the footage could prove that my lie was a lie as well. When I lied, I tried to... Just give this a bit of a twist for me. Um, so just sort of twist it. In, if, if, you, if you kind of twist that way and you twist the other way... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried to twist the truth. 
Do you see what happened there? Oh yeah, you're going to do a bit more twisting, so don't go too hard too, too soon. <laughs> but that truth has been well and truly twisted, right? I tried to change what was true into something else, like I was playing with Play-Doh. That's what happens when we lie. We try to twist the truth. What's changing something that's real into something else? But what we might not realize about lying is that when we twist the truth... (laughs) This is going well, isn't it? This is going very well. Um, When we try to twist the truth, we're actually trying to twist God. If we untwist this for a moment... Oh, there we are. Yeah, we want this side around. So, Rupert, if you keep twist, untwisting that way. See, we're, we're trying to untwist God. This is because truth isn't just something that God uses when he wants to. It's not like an instrument. It's not like that scalpel that the surgeon uses to make us better. Truth is part of who God is. Anything that's true is true because God says it's true. From the colour of my shoes to the wonderful weather we've got outside. Um, Everything that's ever happened, everything that ever will, the laws of physics and maths and the fact that these chocolates are tasty. Everything that is true is true because God has made it and has declared it to be that way. And so when when we lie, when I lie about Oliver losing that game to me... What what we're doing is we're trying to to change what God has made and to make something new for ourselves. We're we're trying to twist God. We see how awful this is when we lie about the people around us. How, How would Oliver have felt if I hadn't have been joking? If I'd have just said, yeah, I won. Woohoo, and I eat all of the chocolates and very good. You probably wouldn't have been terribly happy, would you? No. How would you have felt if everybody in the room had just agreed with me, just trusted me? I'd feel like I was left out and I'd feel like that everybody was agreeing with you with something that's not true. Yeah. Sorry, I should have given you a mic. That was a brilliant answer. He would have felt left out because everybody was agreeing with me with something that wasn't true. See, we see the, the destruction that we try to do to God when we lie about the people around us. Because we're trying to change their reality. It's like we use words, we use um, uh, yeah, our, our ability to say things and do things as weapons to destroy other people's lives. Now, I'm going to stop destroying your life now, Ollie, by giving you some, ch- some chocolate and inviting you to go and sit down. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah take, a t- take a couple, yeah. Just double check with a- an adult that came with you that they're not going to kill you, yeah? Um, yeah, well done, Ollie. We're going we're gonna, to uh, build up some stamina. Uh, would you guys like a chocolate just whilst you're waiting? Yeah, go on, go on. Just have a chocolate while you're waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. Because we're going to need you guys in a few minutes. Um, a few minutes. Um, so the question then, if, if this is what lying is, if this is what lying does, if this is how destructive lying is to the creator and indeed to the people around us, then the question is, why do we lie? Well... One of the reasons we lie, or we may lie, is just because we don't really... Oh, let me see. I got... Oh, are we having... No. Ah, there we are. Cool. Why we lie. One of the reasons we might lie 
is because we just don't know what we're talking about. Um, so to, to illustrate this, if, if everybody can just sort of scratch their head with me, just like, oh, I've got no idea, what I'm, oh, what's going on, oh. Like, imagine somebody's just asked you, how does quantum physics work? Oh, oh my gosh, right? We might lie if we, if somebody asks us what quantum physics is, and we think we need to give an answer. I've got no clue. We might lie if we assume somebody else's motives, if we assume we know what somebody else is, the reason they're doing something. Now, Bill doesn't want to come to dinner tonight because he doesn't like having fun. That might be a lie. It might be true, but if we don't know it to be true, it might also be a lie. We might lie if we say something that we aren't sure is true. So if I felt like I really had to explain to you how quantum physics works right now, A, I'd look really silly because I've got no clue. But B, I probably wouldn't be saying things that were true. And I I think we do that sort of thing all of the time. But more seriously, we might lie because we hate the truth. Uh, let's, let's do a scowl. And a, oh, come, on, come on, we're going to do a scowl, everybody. Something we hate. Yeah? Okay, four of us. Four of us. Who thought that showing emotion was going to be harder than doing actions in a song? Um, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. We might hate that we have to do homework. Well, we've got homework to do and, and hate the fact. You, you're going, yeah, I hate doing homework. Yeah, Oliver hates doing homework. Um, and you know, wanting to be playing with friends or playing computer games or whatever it is instead, and so lie about the homework being finished. I hate homework, so I'm just going to say it's done, and then I can worry about it later. We might hate that somebody else is successful or talented, or just really good at asking good questions or, or, or loving people well, and so we lie about them being less good than they are. You're okay at painting, I guess. We might also just be afraid of the truth and how people will react to it. Okay, last last chance to to pretend to have some feelings for a second. We're going to pretend to be scared. Um, On a separate note, I charge £500 an hour for these um, acting classes. So so don't pay for them. Um, So we, we might be afraid that telling somebody the truth about their clothes might show us up to have no taste or, or upset the other person. Oh, yes, darling, your dress looks lovely. I don't know. We might be scared of what it will do if, we, if we're honest. We might be afraid that being honest about what the Bible says might make people dislike us or treat us differently. We might be afraid... That being honest about our sin with the people around us, with our family, or those people closest to us in our home groups or or wherever, might actually get us in trouble. Oh, you're not good enough to be here. You should stop coming on Sundays. No, no, no. No, Nobody's ever done that before. How many of us feel afraid of the results of truth coming out? I think ultimately, the reason that we, 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 we lie by not knowing what we're talking about, or because we hate the truth, or because we're afraid of it, is because we've forgotten what truth is like. God is truth. Just as we were saying before, the, the truth isn't just a, a thing that God uses. The truth is a characteristic of God. 
God doesn't have brown hair, but he is true. It's, it's quite complicated to think about. But, but do you remember what we heard Jesus say earlier? I am the way, the truth, and the life. When asked, how am I going to get to, to, to you, to the Father? Jesus says, I'm the way. I am the truth. I am the life. God is the source of all things that are true. He is the source of all life that exists. And that means that we can look at how Jesus, sorry, we can look to Jesus to see how the truth behaves. Let's unfurl this. Um, why not? Yeah, I don't know where we're going to land it and just. Nice. Yeah, great. Awesome. These guys are really earning their chocolates, aren't they? Um, So as we look at Jesus and the way he behaves in the Gospels, we get to see what truth really is like. Truth completely, you know, unsinful, completely perfect. Well, first we see that truth is humble. So though Jesus knew everything, you know, if Jesus came here today, he could go, oh yeah, this is how quantum mechanics works. Oh, and here are 17 things you don't even, you're nowhere near working out. You know, Jesus knew all things, but when he came to earth, he didn't lord it over us. He didn't um, ponce about like a, like a king and, and make people, you know, obey him sort of tyrannically. He came humbly with love and care. And so we don't need to know everything. But we can accept rather than proudly assume that there are things beyond our knowledge. We don't have to be proud and go, oh yes, I must give you an answer for how quantum mechanics works or how helicopters fly. I have no idea. I can just be humble and rest in the fact that I don't need to know all things. So we can go from that head scratching, oh, I don't know, to, oh, I don't know, I don't know, it's okay. And of course we can learn things and that's good and great and wonderful. But, but we're no longer living in a, in a position of pride of I must, I must be seen to know the answer, even if that answer is wrong. We also see in Jesus that the truth is good. You, don't, you just have to read the Gospels to see that Jesus was the best person to have ever lived. The kindest, the most loving um, Oh, that's the wrong way around. That's all right. There we are. You've got a sneak peek. The kindest, the most loving, the most thoughtful. He wouldn't put you down, but he wouldn't avoid the necessary gentle correction where you needed it. We don't need to hate the truth because sinless truth is absolutely good. And so if we're, if we're doing our, our sort of emotions thing we go from really angry to just loving sinless truth is good for us and then finally we see that truth is gracious Jesus the one who knew all things even the full contents of our hearts he didn't beat us up but in grace he loved us so much that he died for us when we were his enemies. So we don't need to be afraid of the truth because God, the person with the most right, 
to destroy people because of what's truly in their hearts. The one who knows all of the things that are in our hearts here this morning, even the bits that we we really hope nobody finds out about. He chose to love and to save us. And now that might require some pain, because when truth hits sin, the sin needs fixing. Or as we meet sinful people, we're all battling with using truth as a weapon rather than what it's actually, what it's actually about. But we don't need to be afraid of the truth because Jesus is gracious and he is perfect truth. And so we can go from being afraid to being happy. You see, even though it might not look like it, on the face of it, the truth is actually good for us. If we're following Jesus, we've been saved by truth and have the truth dwelling in our hearts. We belong to the truth family, if you will. But we aren't good family members if we choose to keep lying carelessly. Here's an example. When, when I'm not careful about what I say, I tend to over-exaggerate. You know, oh yes, there were, there were hundreds of us in that room that day. There were five of us. You know, I, it's, it's a silly, silly mistake to make, and it's, it's not done to, to show off or to be clever. It's just carelessness. Or to be funny. But if I do that too much, you begin to wonder if what I'm saying is true. And you might begin to wonder whether you can trust anything that I say. Or or what if we allow ourselves to keep saying things behind people's backs, which we know are or we don't know to be true? Gossiping may seem cliched to mention, but can we really be living for Jesus if we're taking the mickey out of others at school or at work or in our families? saying things about people that we don't know are true or that we actually know aren't true. These are really serious dangers for us all. How can people who twist the truth... I had one more thing for these guys to do. How can people who twist the truth for fun love the truth? How can untrustworthy people point others to the way, the truth, and the life. We were hearing earlier about your story with with Jack. What he saw was was genuineness and care. If he'd thought you were all deceiving him, lying to him, you probably wouldn't have been sat out there for an hour chatting. Untrustworthy people can't point others to the way, the truth, and the life. But thankfully, the truth is living in our hearts, transforming us even now into our true selves. People who love the truth, who hate lies, and are becoming more and more like Jesus. That, that one who is truth, humble, good, and gracious. And so, as we draw to a close, let's ask God, uh, the God of truth, to help us to become a people who don't lie 
about ourselves or about others. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you so much that you are the source of truth, that we can be so confident that what is true is not just uh, a thing we've all agreed on, but what you say. Father, please help us for those, those ways in which we are most, most likely to lie, to twist the truth. Please help us to, to grow more into, into the likeness of Jesus, to be, to be truth which is humble and gracious and good. Those things particularly, Father, that are burdening our hearts, we pray that you would comfort us, you would reveal what your truth truly looks like to us in, in clear and fresh ways, and that as the family of truth, you would make us just supernaturally capable of of honouring what is true with our, our lives and with our tongues and with our hearts. For your glory. Amen.